This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. What I wanted to share, and it's just briefly, just briefly, because we done preached about three messages already. Amen. And uh, what I, the Lord uh, kind of uh, prompted me on something regarding healing. Because this is when we normally do our headship ministry. Healing, edification, anointing, and deliverance. And uh, he kind of prompted me on something that... Uh, Many people are not living the best that they could live where healing is concerned. They're not, they're not living the abundant life where healing is concerned because they're waiting until something happens before they believe for the healing. And I've been doing it so long now that I kind of walk in divine health. But I can't expect other people to be doing it the way I'm doing it or doing it on the level that I'm doing it. And that's why God has made provision so that if you're not on that level, there's something for you. I confess all the time, I'll never have cancer. Every time they come up with another one, I I confess, I'll never have that. Why do I do that? Because they put in my spirit that it's available. That's what they're doing. Every time they tell you of something new, you know, the, the new flu. We got a new strain of flu that's resistant to the penicillin and, you know, and the antibiotics and everything that you would normally do. It's resistant to that. So you better get these shots. Better come get your drugs. So every time I hear that, I confess I'll never have it. Because just like I heard about it, I have to counteract what was said. Because if you don't counteract what was said, you're accepting what was said. And you set yourself up to receive. Hallelujah. So we have to get to a place where we are confessing our healing all the time. As I said to you, I confess all the time, sometime in my prayer time, sometime for no reason. I'm just sitting there watching in television and I'll say, glory to God, hallelujah, I'll never have cancer. I'll never have colon cancer. I'll never have, uh, what is that other one, that that, uh, prostate cancer. I'll never have it. 
Amen. Because I have to counteract. See, because faith comes by hearing. And you're constantly hearing what they're saying on the news and this person and that person and this movie star died from it and that movie star and this politician and that one. You're constantly being bombarded with that stuff. So you have to counteract that. So I'm always confessing that I'll, I'll never have that. I'll never have a heart attack. I'll never have a stroke. You got to do it because remember, even in Romans, how you get saved. In Romans 10, it, it's so, I mean, it's such a, such a simple principle, but we miss it. In Romans 10, what does it say in the ninth verse? That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It takes confession. Now watch this, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto. In other words, I create with the words of my mouth. You created your own salvation that God provided with the words of your mouth. In the beginning, God said, God said, God said. What was he saying? He said what he wanted. Confession is made unto, or confession creates. You have to say it. Not just say, I believe it, and don't ever talk about it again. Because you're constantly, constantly bombarded with the other side of that equation. So that's what I do all the time. I always confess it. Amen. I confess I'll never, ever, 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 ever. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but never, ever, ever. Will I have a hairline back here? Never, ever. Never, ever. You say, well, why do you, why do you confess that? Because all the men on my father's side of the family, that's what they got. <laughs> Let me say, mine too, mine too. <laughs> See, so I'm saying against that because I don't want that. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it. Hey, Michael Jordan made it popular. I mean, everybody just shaved everything, you know. Hey, man, he made it popular. So, so, so there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you want. But if you don't want that, you have to speak against what you don't want. Amen. You know, it doesn't matter what mama had and grandmama had and daddy had and uncle had. I got a new daddy. Amen. Hallelujah. I take on his attributes. I have his genes. Amen. Hallelujah. So the same, is, same it is with your walking in divine health. You have to say or speak the desired result. I say you have to say or speak the desired result. Now, hey, let me give you another example. I, I could always handle money. Money was never, never a problem for me. It was, it was never an issue. I mean, I could, I could operate on, if I was making $100 a week or $300 a week, it made me no difference. I could operate. I could handle it. It just came natural to me. 
Okay? Still comes natural. I can still do it. Throw me a hundred thou. I can handle it. Amen. I, I'll prove it to you. Give it here. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, but I, I always, and I always confess that. Right? I always confess. I always said that. You know, I say, hey, ain't no problem. Money ain't no problem. I speak to money and money comes. Money is no object. I say that all the time. I'm confessing it. I'm speaking the desired result. Okay? Now, you can't speak. Now, now, now watch this now. Yeah, how come you didn't say you ain't going to be short? <laughs> I found out too late. <laughs> when I started confessing, it was too late. <laughs> it was a done deal. God said, you finished. You finish. Go on to something else. <laughs> I, 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 I can handle it. I can handle it. Uh, Friday's message. Friday's message. You see Friday's message. I talk about that. I talk about that in Friday's message. Amen. Amen. All right. So so anyway, uh, you have to confess the desired result. That's the bottom line. You have to say it. You must say it if you want to have it. You must say it. Now, I want to show you just a couple of scriptures. You know, in Acts 10, 38, the word declares how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen? For God was with him. Now, also, you'll find that in, in Matthew, it talks uh, several times, I believe Matthew 4 and then Matthew 9, it says Jesus went about preaching, teaching, and healing. Preaching, teaching, and healing. Preaching, teaching, and healing. It's necessary to not only preach, it's necessary to not only teach, but it's necessary to also heal. And remember something Jesus said? Now watch this now. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now this is, this is revelation. See, I told you I'm going to have a word for somebody. Remember something Jesus said? He said, you will surely say to me, physician, heal thyself. Remember he said that? Remember he said that? The Lord just, just spoke to me to give me something on that. If you can't walk in it, how can you give it to somebody else? It's not that it can't be done. They who you are trying to minister to won't believe it because they say, why should I believe that you sick? If it works, how come it ain't working for you? Hmm. So, I want you to turn to Matthew 15. Probably be our only scripture. Then we're going to be done. Matthew chapter 15. I beg your pardon, ma'am. So you're talking to me. Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. Verse 22.
And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. The children of God ought to walk in divine healing if anybody walks in divine healing. Because it is their right as a child of God. That, is, that has been provided for them. And Jesus said here, before any heathen gets saved or healed, you ought to be healed. It is not meat to take the children's bread healing. And to cast it to dogs. And she said, truth, Lord. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. In other words, your will, which is exercised by what she said. She had to say it. Lord, Help me. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. She was made whole from that very hour. Now there's another account of this. I believe it's in Mark. Same, same, uh, same story. Let's see. Yes, Mark seven twenty five, same scripture, same scripture. I mean, you same scripture, you just in a different place. Same scripture. Mark seven twenty five. Watch this now. For a certain woman, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let the children first be filled. In other words, let the children have it first. They're entitled. It's their right. <laughs> Let the children first be filled. For it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. 
So we ought to walk in divine health. It's all right. And Jesus said, before they get healed, you ought to get healed. But we see unsaved people, heathen people, getting healed all the time. And there's nothing wrong with them getting healed all the time. But we ought to be healed first. We ought to believe it and receive it. The woman with the issue of blood, my favorite story. The woman with the issue of blood. What I, what I really love about that story so much is because I'm called to faith. I love the faith aspect of that. Notice, she did not seek for anybody to lay hands on her. She did not seek for anybody to anoint her with oil. She did not want to go and find somebody who had the gifts of healings. She determined her own fate by what she said. For she said, just get it, just get it, just get it. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be healed. Who was in control there? She was. Now I'm sure by revelation, Jesus knew she was coming, but he had no part in it. He said, daughter, thy faith hath made you whole. Not the power that went out of me, not my anointing. Your faith has made you whole. What was her faith? She knew she was one of the children. Oh my, my, my. Do you know that you wanted the children. And as a child, this is my entitlement. Glory to God, hallelujah. See, I don't have to beg for it, I'm in the family. Ch little children don't ask their parents, am I in the will, 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 am I gonna get anything, am I in the will? They know, I'm in the family. Woo, glory to God, hallelujah. Ah, listen, 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 this. Oh, my goodness. Jesus said, and Jesus said unto her, talking to the woman who was not in the family, let the children first be filled. Let the children first be filled. It is our job to believe what he said. Believe it and receive it. Believe it and receive it, and walk in the power of it. I believe it, so I confess it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Faith is of the heart. Whatever's in your heart, you're going to speak. And what comes out of your heart that you speak is what you really believe. Not what you tell people you really believe. Amen said it so many times. When you put something under pressure, that's when you find out what they really believe. Amen. Find out what they really believe. Let the money get short. We'll find out what you really believe. I love you. I love, I love you. Let the money get short. <laughs> Amen. That's when, see, that's when you find out. Under pressure, 
is when you find out the true commitment. You don't find out the true commitment when everything is humpy-dory. You find out the true commitment when it's under pressure. When you acting the fool, how you like me now? <laughs> Do you really love me? You said you loved me last week. I'm acting the fool this week. How you like me now? Amen. Amen. See, it's under pressure that you find out what's truly in a person. Just like the orange or the tomato. Put it in a vice. You find out if it's real or if it's just painted. A lot of folks are dressed up nice. We'll put them under pressure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I, one of the things I appreciate about Brother Marvin. Brother Marvin seems like he's stronger today than he was two weeks ago. Put him under pressure. I mean, he rose to the occasion. I mean, he was jumping and shouting and rejoicing more than the rest of us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And he already, he already had meetings with folks in Pennsylvania, what he's ready to do now. That's right. He had meetings with him. He said, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm, I'm stepping up to the plate. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. He was there this morning too. Amen. He was there this morning. Praise God. Amen. So it's, it's under pressure. See, that's when you find out who's who. It ain't in the newspaper who's who. It's the pressure. That's when you find out the who's who. Amen. Hallelujah. So we got to say, say these things, confess these things, believe these things before you need it. Don't wait until it comes on you to start believing and start confessing. Confess it now. I have no problem with my heart, but I'm confessing it all the time. I ain't having no problem with no stroke, but I'm confessing it all the time. I ain't having no problem with no cancer, but I'm confessing it all the time. I'm not having no problem with arthritis, but I, I met him. <laughs> I've met arthritis. I've done met arthritis. Arthur is a nasty dude. I met him. <laughs> you know, I, I was going up the stairs one day, you know, like I always do. All of a sudden, what, what, what going on here? You know, I mean, I got a pain. Like I, I knew there was nothing wrong with me. So what is this? I, I know you don't, you lying thing, you. I don't, know what, I don't know what your name is, but I know the name of Jesus, and I resist you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, it was hurting, and I stomped on every step. Every step I stomped on. So I'm going up this thing here. I met him. I met him. <laughs> Amen. Amen. See, because for years, you've heard when you get to a certain age. When you get to a certain age. So you got to counteract that stuff. Don't wait till you get to that age. Amen. 
See, you running fast now, you know, and you climbing stairs and you, you doing all this stuff. You know, I'm young. I, I'm going to live forever. You know, I'm this and that. But one day, one day, Arthur's coming. He has your address. <laughs> so you need to start confessing now. I said, you need to start confessing now. You ain't too young. You ain't too young. Start confessing now. Don't wait for that day because you're swift now. Amen. I remember I was, I was dreaming the other night. I'm closed by it. I was dreaming the other night. And in the dream, I was running with, with my girls, Faith and Danielle. And we was running to uh, escape something. And uh, we had been running a pretty good little while. And uh, I said, we just get around this hill here. We'll be all right. So we running. And I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling Danielle, you got to keep up. Come on, come on, come on. You got to run. You run fast. And I'm, I'm, we just are running. And then all of a sudden, the thought came. I hope I don't give out. <laughs> Amen. No, no, no. I'm telling you, it's true. See, you ain't, you ain't get there yet. Wait till you get there. Wait till you get there. I used to run. Boy, I run. I run. Oh, see, like I run all day long. Never get tired. Playing basketball and stuff. Yeah, that's right. I play basketball. That's right. That's right. I ain't too short to play basketball. That's right. I play basketball. I'm going to play some more, too. Anyway, so anyway, I used to run and run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, and then one day, you know, all of a sudden, you, you know, you say, <laughs> I'll be out in a minute. What happened? What happened? Okay. It's just, it's just, you know, after time, you just can't, you just can't do it no more. You know, brother Cornell, where's he at? He over there, he, he being bad again. But see, I, I I saw him. 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 I saw him one day. I saw him one day. He played. You know, he played around with the kids and whatnot. The one so he said, "I see, he got him. He got him." <laughs> we were talking, we were talking about you know having basketball things, you know, with the kids and whatnot, and we gonna play ball and whatnot. We gonna play ball. I saw him go. His eyes were bugging out. <laughs> Oh, them days are gone forever, brother. <laughs> them days are gone. He's going to be the coach now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man. What you do is, again, you got to confess. You got to say. You got to speak. You speak these things. You call those things that be not as though they were. You got to do it now. Do it now, don't wait until then. Then is too late. Do it now. Again, I, I, I can't, the Lord let me know, I can't expect people to be on my level doing it the way I do it as I do. Because, you know, like I said, the other morning, I woke up and, I mean, my muscles were stopped up. Man, you couldn't breathe. I was wondering, how was I sleeping? I had my, you had to, you had my mouth open or something. Because, I mean, I mean... You, <laughs> no, this getting through. <laughs> he's, trying to, 
<laughs> you like to like fall over. You know what he said? You know what So on, on the way to the bathroom, you know, I started, I started, hey, no, you don't. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I rebuke that. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I cast you out in Jesus' name. I'm going to the bathroom, 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who hear me. They ain't stopped up. I am. I don't care who hear me. Okay? And I mean, I'm saying, by the time I got back, everything was cooking. Everything was working right like it's supposed to work. Okay, but the thing is, you have to resist that stuff. And a common, so-called common cold, it ain't no common cold, is the same demon that gives you flu. Same demon. Same demon. You know, oh, it's just a cold. No, it ain't just a cold. That fool trying to kill you. Did you hear what I said? He trying to kill you. Don't accept it. Rebuke it, resist it. I woke, I've, I've awakened sometimes and, and was hot, knew I had a fever. Knew I had a fever. So no, you're a liar. Not only you are a liar, the cause of you. Because see, you have to understand that a fever is not the problem. The fever is just alerting to you to the fact that there is a problem. So when you just pray against the fever, you haven't done the job. You pray against the fever and whatever is causing the fever. Okay? You have to you have to take authority over that thing. I woke up, woke up hot, you know, trying to throw covers off. I said, oh, no, it's cold. It's supposed to be throwing no covers off. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That's why I tell my wife, you know, you can't don't be flashing up in here. She said, she said, that's it. Quick cut. Time to pray, okay? I said she was flashing. I just said, don't be flashing up in here. Okay, rebuke that stuff. Amen. Resist. That's the bottom line. Resist. 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 The word says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. All of those things are of the devil. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Any sickness, any disease, I don't care for the so-called common cold to AIDS from one end of the spectrum to the other. It's all oppression of the devil. And you have authority over the devil, so resist him with your confessions. Resist him with your word. Resist him. Tell him it is written. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you receive something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.